Hi, I'm Helen Joy Butler, and this is Musings on Sanctuary and Spirituality, a weekly podcast series where we talk about sanctuary, spirituality, and everything in between. As a sanctuary creator and elemental space clearer, I help people create sanctuary in their homes and lives in practical, emotional, and spiritual ways. In this podcast, we will be talking about sanctuary, spirituality, alignment, intention, and much more, all in the hope of supporting you on your own sanctuary and spiritual journey. I invite you to take time to pause, to settle in with today's episode, and if it feels right, to spend time journaling your thoughts and learnings afterwards. Because it's when you embody these learnings that you will achieve greater alignment in all aspects of your life. So without further ado, let's dive in. Welcome back to your listener. I'm so excited to be here sharing this episode with you because today we get to wrap up this whole concept of the sanctuary matrix. Now, if you've been listening in for a little while, you know that the past two episodes I've touched on the sanctuary matrix in regards to sanctuary in the home and sanctuary in the body. If you're a new listener, welcome. I invite you to go and listen into those two episodes because they will help you create sanctuary in your home and sanctuary in your body. Because here we are today talking about sanctuary in your life. I really want to premise this conversation with please don't start to create sanctuary in your life before you started to try and create sanctuary in your home and or your body. If you and I were sitting having a cup of coffee and you said to me, Helen, where should I start on my sanctuary journey? I'd say, please start to create sanctuary in your home first, then move to your body, then move to your life. So that said, let's dive into this episode and the oracle card for today. So we're pulling a card from the Gaia Oracle deck each week just to help guide our conversation and to settle us into the spiritual side of this sanctuary journey because it is a really important part of the journey as well. The card I've pulled today is a gorgeous card. It says on it, Ocean of Eternal Love. And underneath that, Healing, Creativity, and fertility. It's got a picture of a really dark evening with a beautiful bright full moon and it nearly looks like a teardrop shape of energy is falling down from that moon into, as the card says, an ocean of eternal love. It's an absolutely gorgeous card and I really think is a card that's extremely supportive for this journey for creating sanctuary in our life because creating sanctuary in our life isn't something for the faint-hearted but by doing so will bring about amazing healing 
which is what this card offers us as well today. It will increase your creativity. Even if you don't feel you're a creative person, there's creativity in all sorts of aspects of life. You don't necessarily have to be an artist or a sculptor you know, or a painter at all. And creating sanctuary in your life will bring about this concept of fertility. So concept of growth, concept of new life. And that really is the essence of bringing about sanctuary in your life. You've looked at your life, you've analyzed your life, you've realized things aren't really working for me. So how can I make a shift and a change to create that beautiful space the beautiful home, that beautiful life that I want. So remembering from the sanctuary matrix, there are three aspects that we look at in regards to each of these elements. So sanctuary in the home, sanctuary in the body and sanctuary in our life. We always look at physical or practical ways to do that. We look at emotional ways to do that and we look at spiritual ways to do that. So today we're going to be talking about sanctuary in your life in regards to those three areas. I'm going to share with you a range of different ideas or strategies or thoughts or concepts that you can start with. But these are by no means exhaustive. If you can definitely come up with your own areas to create sanctuary in your life in each of these, whether they're um, physical, emotional or spiritual, then you will claim ownership of them much more strongly. Definitely take the ones that I share with you that resonate. But if none of them resonate or only some of them resonate, just take what you can or come up with other ways that you know would be beneficial for you to bring about sanctuary in your life. So let's dive into the first area. The first area is sanctuary in your life from a physical or practical perspective. So lots of different questions for you to reflect on today. So this is where you might want your pen and paper and your journal. But where do you spend your time and where do you want to spend your time? This is really important. If I spend my time with people or in places that lift me up and bring this concept of sanctuary into my body, bring me joy, bring me happiness, bring me connection, then that has a really different energy and feel to it than if I'm spending time with people or in places that do the opposite of that. So if you work outside the home, do you love your work? Does it make your heart sing? Now, it isn't always possible to have a job that makes your heart sing 24 hours a day. But that said, is there more about your job that makes you happy than makes you sad or upset or frustrated? If you work inside the home, how can you bring more joy and sanctuary into your day amidst your routine? So as a parent myself, I know how challenging that can be. Often working from home, you've got all these to-dos, all these jobs, all these things, all these people that need your focus and your energy and your attention. So how can you bring some more joy and more sanctuary into your body into your home, into your life, so that each and every day you actually enjoy being in your space. Who do you spend your time with and do they make you feel good about yourself or vice versa? Super important. I found that a lot of people have fallen out of my life who didn't uh, fill, fill up that category or that um, 
that energy that I needed, that supportive energy, that nurturing, that cocooning. You know, we're always going to have people who tell us things straight that we might not want to hear, and I'm 100% okay with that, but I'm not okay with rudeness or judge, judgmental um, you know, comments or anything that makes me feel less than. So people who make me feel less than are no longer in my life. It's a really hard... It's a really hard um, step to take if there are people in your life who make you feel less than and you decide it's time to remove your energy from them, but it's really, really worth it. Where would you like to be more creative and express your personality in your life? So there's lots of different ways you can do this. You could do this through your clothes. You could do this through the creative tasks that you do. You could do this in your spare time where you spend your energy and the things that you do. You could do this with people that you spend time with. So go ahead and make some of those changes so that you can express who you are more openly and honestly. And in part, that might mean that you have to take yourself off once a week to a group who get you so that you can get that nurturing and that connection there and over time infuse that back into other aspects of your life. I want to invite you at this stage to write a list of inspiring actions that would help you feel good about your life each and every day and do them. No point writing the list if you're not going to do them. So lots of different ideas to think about there from a physical or practical perspective on how to bring about sanctuary in your life. But I know you can see already that starting here to create sanctuary isn't the easiest. Always easy to start with creating sanctuary in your home, then creating sanctuary in your body and moving on to sanctuary in your life. So the next area we want to look at is sanctuary your life from an emotional perspective. So sometimes this is easier than other times. Sometimes it depends a little bit on our energy, on our moods, how we woke up today, how we're feeling hormonally, whether we're unwell, whether we're stressed, whether we've got external worries and concerns, perhaps with family or work or finances. So I want to invite you, particularly if things are starting to feel wobbly, for you or you're starting to feel like life is getting away from you not from a I'm getting older and you know I'm running out of time but more from a I don't feel like I'm an active participant in my life I feel like life is happening around me and I'm just kind of this fluidness that moves through and I'm not really taking control and I don't want to use the word control as a negative I want to use, or obsessive, I want to use the word control as a way of saying, I am here in my body, in my life, and I'm an active participant. So what is it that I want to create sanctuary in my life from an emotional perspective? So I'd like you to look at doing something every day that makes you happy. Do one thing. You could do that one thing 10 times a day or you might have 10 different things that make you happy that you can do once a day or twice a day, three times a day. It doesn't really matter, but the idea is what's one thing that you can do in your day that will make you happy and go ahead and do it. 
I also invite you to take some time away from the busy and get quiet. So why would you want to do that? As an empath, I know that the way that I rejuvenate my energy is by being away from other people, by being in spaces that allow me to nurture myself. I often sit in the garden. I have a favorite space in my home where I just like to sit and you know ponder life or read my book or meditate. There's lots of beautiful nature places that I like to go on my own because that allows me to get quiet. It allows me to listen to my heart, allows my soul's messages to come through. And then it, it really fills my tank so that I can go back into the world and I can do more of going back in nature, more of spending time in my reading nook, more of those things that it is I want to do so that my life starts to change. I start to hear the messages that will allow me to move forward gently toward my purpose, toward my goals. I want to invite you to do some self-care practices every single day. Often when we hear the word self-care, we think of bubble bath, massage, um, all this external stuff. I want you to really look at self-care from a your soul, your heart level. What is it that you want to do? When you're feeling out of flow, stressed, overwhelmed, exhausted, what are your go-tos? For me, that's often sleep. It's also often making sure I'm having good nutrition or supplements. And it's that time away. So what is it that you know equals self-care practices to you? And I was also having a conversation with a lady only yesterday. And I said to her, because she said to me, I don't have any idea what self-care practices mean to me. And I said to her, I want you to think of it from two perspectives. The first is, if you didn't have any money in your pocket, what could you do from a self-care perspective? And the second thing is, if you didn't have a backpack that you could put things in, let's say like moisturizer or a good book or um, maybe your phone so you can listen to music. If you don't have a backpack to put stuff in, what could you do to care for yourself? So what I'm saying is, if you don't have any money and you can't carry your self-care tool with you, what is it you could do? And this is really the crux of it all. Because if you can sit with that, and then you can do those practices daily, when the going gets tough, and when I say that, I mean when things start to happen in your life that are stressful and overwhelming and exhausting, you will have these things to fall back on any time, any place. So I can easily take some deep breaths, easily, any time of day, any place. I can easily give myself time to go outside in nature, even if it is only for five minutes. So there's lots of different things you can do. It's just up to you to work out what they are. Another thing to look at when it comes to creating sanctuary in your life is some of those difficult conversations. Now, we all know these difficult conversations are difficult. That's why they're called difficult conversations. 
But what I know from personal experience is that when I keep something in that I know I need to have a conversation about, I start to get stressed and worried and I make up this stuff in my head, which is usually totally wrong. But often if I have the conversation, as difficult as it might be to start the conversation, it goes in a place that I could never have imagined. It helps me get back in flow, helps me become more purposeful, and it helps me bring more sanctuary into my life because I've kind of like pulled the plug out and I've released the energy behind that difficult conversation and things get to move on. Things don't always move on the way you want after you've had difficult conversations, but often they move on the way they should. And I've had many conversations like that, but it's always involved healing and it's always involved nurturing for myself and the person I'm having the conversation with. So please don't ever underestimate the importance of those difficult conversations. You also might like to look at areas of your life that make you feel heavy or stagnant or upset or they're just driving you nuts. What changes can you make in those areas to shift the energy? Now, if we go back to creating sanctuary in your home for a little while, when I shift the furniture around, when I bring in flowers, when I open up the windows, you know, when I put new sheets on my bed, I'm moving heavy, stagnant energy out of the home. So what can you do in your life to do the same? Is it those difficult conversations? Um, You know, is it taking yourself somewhere so that you can start to bring new energy into your body to then bring that back into your life? It's up to you to sit with this one because only you know where you're feeling heavy or stagnant or upset. And then think about what is it that you need to do to shift energy in that particular area. So that's sanctuary in your life from an emotional perspective. The final area we need to look at is sanctuary in your life from a spiritual perspective. Again, you can see we're kind of moving up a bit of a scale here. And as I've said about two times or three times already, don't start in this area. Don't start in sanctuary in your life from a spiritual perspective. Sometimes you will find that life happens to you. And sanctuary in your life goes pear-shaped because of, you know, the situation that's happened in your life. That's the universe saying, you haven't listened to me. I'm now going to push you in the direction that you have to go. That's why I invite you to start to create sanctuary in your home and your body before you move into this area so that you're already giving the universe or gifting the universe knowledge that you're on the path. So from a spiritual or energetic perspective, you could do something every single day that you love. So this could be the same thing that makes you happy, or it could be something entirely different. So something that makes me happy every day is my daily time out in nature, whether that's my feet in the pool or my feet on the grass, that makes me happy. Yes, I love that. But what I also really love is a little bit of chocolate on my tongue and letting that melt. That really helps bring a little bit of sanctuary into my body and into my life. So it can be different depending on, you know, who you are and what you like to do, or it could be the same. 
So what is one thing that brings you spiritual sanctuary that no one else knows about? And importantly, that no one else needs to know about. I know that I've gone on retreats and learned certain things and connected with certain people there who are learning the same things and they've become friends of mine. The great thing is we can often talk about the things we've learned on retreat, you know, the changes they've made, the impact they've had on our energy fields and our lives and our bodies, but we don't go and share that with everybody. It's this, it's not even a secret, it's just an awareness that this spiritual sanctuary activity we do is sacred. And I do many, many sacred things that I don't share because then they wouldn't be sacred. (laughs) So I invite you to think about some of the spiritual sanctuary things that you'd love to do that you would like to bring into your life or that you already do. Because maybe there's something hiding deep there and possibly it's from childhood that you would love to do more of. So what are the spiritual elements that you want in your life? Do you want more meditation? Do you want more yoga? Would you like Tai Chi or reading or hiking or swimming in the ocean or retreating or cooking or dancing or leather making? Like what is it that you would like in your life that would bring this beautiful spiritual connection into it? This isn't something that you have to do every day. It can be something that you do every day, but you also might find it's something you do once every six months if you're going away or going to a workshop, you know, that will really support you in that practice. So again, you get to choose, is this something you want to do every day or do you want to do it once in a while? I find in my own life, sanctuary from a spiritual perspective, I have daily practices Sometimes they're the same, sometimes they change. Nearly every day I do a meditation and I connect in with my Taurus and my Merkaba and the sacred geometry in and around my body. But then there are also many other practices that I have that I could do on a daily basis if I choose from a spiritual perspective. But then there's also practices I have that are much more either monthly Or, you know, once a year, like perhaps take myself away for a retreat once a year or on a solo holiday once a year. Um, Or maybe I'll attend a new moon circle or run a new moon circle monthly. So there's lots of different things. It's just up to you to find out what that is. And how can you bring more of them into your day, into your week, into your month, into your year? Another thing you might like to think about is where can you bring sanctuary into your life from a spiritual perspective, in regards to slowing down, or alternatively, speeding up. So slowing down, what is it that you need to do to help your life become more balanced? And I don't want to take that from the old-fashioned balance, you know, scales, it's got to be, you know, even and perfect, because your life is unique to you. So what does balance look and feel like to you? What can slow down to bring more of that? And what can speed up to bring more of that? So, for example, I would like to, over time, remove things from my life. And this has definitely been my sanctuary journey for many, many years. Continually moving things from 
my life that don't bring me joy, don't bring me happiness, don't bring me connection or nurturing. And that's helped me slow down because it's helped remove those things from my life. But on the opposite side of that infinity symbol, which we've already spoken about in a previous episode, is the concept of speeding up. So by removing things from my life that haven't been supportive of my sanctuary journey, that's helped speed up other things to come into my life for me to connect with things that are much more important on my spiritual and sanctuary journey. So it's kind of a, you know, what can slow down to help me speed up? Don't go, what can speed up to help me slow down? Because that's not going to work. What can slow down? What can you remove? Because then that speeding up will naturally happen. And what do you need to remove from your life that isn't supporting your spiritual or energetic version of sanctuary? I know that I had to have a very challenging conversation with someone very close to me who didn't support my journey, who didn't believe in me, um, who was very good not at ignoring me, but good at not listening to what it is I was sharing, my truth. So I'm not saying that I removed that person from my list, but I definitely had that conversation because I needed to shift the energy around it. But there's always things that we need to remove from our life. And again, if we look at sanctuary in our home, there's often clutter, often things we don't need, often things we don't love, often, you know, clothes in our wardrobe that don't fit um, or people in our lives that we need to shift and change. So not always easy, this particular one, but the more you do it and the more you start with things that you have a less attachment to, the easier it becomes to shift the energy from a spiritual perspective and bring about more sanctuary in your life. I know I just shared an awful lot there with you. I feel like we need to take a little bit of a deep breath. These past three episodes have really focused on the crux of bringing sanctuary into your home, into your body, into your life through this concept of the sanctuary matrix. I've shared an awful lot with you. My hope is that it's helped guide you to see that you can break down this concept of sanctuary into different elements and within each one of those you can break it down further and just choose one aspect to focus on. Please don't ever underestimate the importance of just focusing on one thing because one little change can have an amazing ripple effect through all parts of your life. Sometimes you'll see those effects straight away, sometimes it will take a little longer It sometimes takes radical trust to go through the process, but to know and honor and respect the fact that you are doing yourself a service by bringing yourself back to your heart, to your soul, to your connection with what's important to you from a sanctuary and spiritual perspective. Thank you so much for being here with me today. 
talking about sanctuary and spirituality. I hope that the learnings you received in this episode are helpful for you on your own journey. But as always, I'm here to support you. So if you would like, please do reach out and share your thoughts with me. And also please feel free to like, share, comment or review this episode. If you'd like to connect with me more, please go to my website, helenjoybutler.com. And I invite you also to join the Sanctuary Inner Circle. That's our beautiful group who talk about sanctuary spirituality and everything in between. But until next time, take care and much love.